Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Success Harbor Podcast with George Mazaros, where it's all about making success happen for you. Hi, everyone. This is George Mazaros with Success Harbor, and I have Ben Newman with me. Ben is a best-selling author, international speaker, and highly regarded performance coach whose clients include top companies around the world, business executives, high-performing sales organizations, professionals, athletes of NFL, MLB, and PGA. Welcome. Thank you so much, George. It's fantastic to be with you and each and every one of your listeners. Thank you for being here, Ben. Tell us a little bit about your background, uh, Ben. So my background is a background of adversity, but also recognizing that our adversity for all of us oftentimes presents opportunity for growth. And you know, I, I think the biography that, that you read, I, I very much appreciate it, but the biographies are never fair because I believe it's the times I've been shaken to the core in my life, personally and professionally, that give me the opportunity to be with all of you. So having been in sales for 20 years, and yes, there's been success, but I believe it's the times I've been knocked down and had great mentors and great teams and great individuals to help me get up off that mat of life. That's what builds the true character and the impact on others. Why do you think it helps us to get knocked down, as, uh, to use your words? Well, I, I think what happens is is that, that being knocked down or things not always going our way, it's just it's a natural progression of life. It's a natural progression of success. And I'm a believer that our success for each and every one of us will always be measured in your ability to get back up more times than you've been knocked down. And having challenges and adversity is a part of life personally and professionally. You'll, you'd find it very, very hard to find anybody who has had success personally or professionally who did not have any type of challenge or adversity or any times they've been knocked down in their life. So can you give us an example from your life when you were knocked down and how you dealt with it? Yeah, I, I learned at a very, very young age. I, I had to grow up fast. I, I've been referred to by many as kind of an old soul. My parents were divorced when I was six months old. And my mother, uh, at a very uh, young age for me and also a very young age for her, she was diagnosed with a very rare muscle disease called amyloidosis. And at the time of my mother's diagnosis, there were only Two women, based upon information from her doctor, two women under 40 years old, this doctor had ever seen or heard of having this disease. And at around 35 years of age, my mother was just given a handful of years to live. And I, I always wonder, how would, how would I have responded to that adversity? How would your listeners respond to that adversity? And my mother really provided an amazing example for all of us that we can choose to stay positive even when faced with adversity. And she was a teacher, and she took out this old blue Mead notebook, and she allowed that Mead notebook to be where she unleashed her positive mental attitude onto the world. I mean, she would write, beat the statistics, beat the odds, live with the disease that is chronic and fatal, believe in yourself, combat anything, purpose in life. And even though amyloidosis uh, took my mother's life on November 2nd, 1986. I can share with you because of how she chose to live her life. She's the greatest champion of life I've ever known. And she's taught me the greatest life lesson that it's not how long you live, it's how you choose to live your life. So I think for all of us, when we face adversity and we face challenge, we can reframe, stay focused on solutions and choose the positive path. Thanks for sharing that personal uh, tragedy. Um, 
you know, we're not faced with this kind of tragedy on a daily basis, but everybody is going through downs. And, you know, my audience is, is you know, small businesses and entrepreneurs. And uh, a lot of times we feel like, you know, we just, we're getting knocked down. We're, you know, we're just facing problems all day long. Um, is it a mental exercise that we need to develop to get through that so we don't feel like, you know, everything is going against us? What advice do you have for for, for audience to deal with these kinds of challenges? Well, I certainly, as a you know entrepreneur myself, and you know our team growing our business, you know I get knocked down and I have challenges, and so there, there's two things. Number one, recognize you don't have to go at it alone. You know, certainly the things that we accomplish and the lives that we touch, you know, it, it's not done with me by myself. You know, I have a professional business coach who's a highly regarded performance coach. And so even though I do that kind of coaching, I need that coaching myself. We have a great team of individuals, support at home, friends and advocates. So number one, I would you know, encourage all the listeners, surround yourself with advocates and know when you get knocked down, you don't have to do it all by yourself. And the second thing is really a mental training tool that I learned from my mother. And I'm, I'm a big believer that your success is not just about changing your habits, it's about changing the way that you think. And we do a tremendous amount of work with athletes in the NFL and the PGA, as, as well as top business performers around the world. And what we've recognized, and I think this is true not only for athletes, but for all your listeners, and then I'm going to share this mental training tool, and it really stems from the first rule of sports psychology is that for an athlete to perform at their highest level, they cannot solely rely on their natural talents and abilities. They have to understand the mental toughness side of what it takes to achieve peak performance. And it's the same for all of us running a business, being entrepreneurs. It's not just what we've done in the past or our natural talents. It's getting through the tough stuff by embracing mental toughness. So I learned this tool called the power to reframe from my mother. And a great example is when my mom would receive phone calls from the Boston Medical Center. Her doctor's name was Dr. Martha Skinner. And we lived in St. Louis, Missouri. She was in Boston. And Dr. Skinner would say, Janet, you need to come to Boston. We're going to increase your medications. You're going to have to wear joke stockings around your legs to control the swelling. You're going to have to wear a mask to be able to go outside. And you're going to go through painful procedures. And my mother would immediately hang up that telephone and almost instantly pick it back up. And she would contact her boyfriend, Alan, and she would say, Alan, we are going on a family trip. I don't care how much pain I go through. I don't care how much challenge I face. We are going to turn this into a positive family experience for the kids. The boys like Chinese food. We're taking them to Chinatown. The kids like bowling. We're taking them candlestick bowling. My mother was focused on the solution because she realized no matter how much pain she was in, she was still leading my brother and I. So for each and every one of you, this training tool can work for you. I've seen it work for professional athletes in the NFL on their fields, professional golfers, Fortune 500 executives. It's when you face challenge, say to yourself, reframe and identify the solution that keeps you on a path to success. So let's talk about on your, on your website, there is a, there's a quote that says, your success is not just about changing your habits, it's about changing the way you think. 
Um, what do you mean by that? Is that the, is that the reframing or is that something else? It, it's a combination of all of the mental training tools that we teach. And there's actually, we're getting ready to release your mental toughness playbook. And people can learn more about that at mentaltoughnessplaybook.com. But there's six mental training tools. And that really stems from that first rule of sports psychology. It's not just about your habits, it's about your thinking. And are you willing, when you get knocked down, to utilize these mental training tools, to utilize your mental toughness to get back up and to stay after success in your life? And that's what it's really about. It's a combination of both. My favorite word in that quote is the word just, because it's not one or the other, it's a combination of both. And the most highly successful individuals we've met, the most highly successful teams we've seen, they have embraced the opportunity to focus on their passion for the process of what they do rather than holding on too tightly to results they can't control. And they embrace mental toughness with great habits and hard work. Now, is this some kind of a muscle that you have to work on? You know, I don't know if it's some notes that you have to put down in a notebook and, and read it every day, or is it a mental exercise? Because I would imagine, you know, this is not something you develop in one day or two days. Correct. Well, you know, people can get kind of a, a taste or a flavor, an introduction. I mean, if you go to mentaltoughnessplaybook.com, you can see the introduction to the book. There's two hours of video contact content. It'll be released sometime later in the summer of 2014. And the, there's actually a mental muscle that you do develop that kind of goes hand in hand with everything we teach in that playbook from the power to reframe and your I am statements and your prize fighter day and your legacy statement. And each and every one of us in our brains, you have what's called an insular cortex. And the insular cortex is the part of your brain that brings everything in from the outside. It's, it's how we bring in the adversity, the challenge, the positive things that happen. And then each and every one of us has what's called a medial prefrontal cortex. And that medial prefrontal cortex is the part of your brain where you build up that mental toughness. It's the part of your brain where you choose how strongly you respond to adversity, challenge, and everything you bring in from the outside. So there's actually a part of your brain you do have to work on and develop, and that's how you build up that mental toughness. But yes, there, there are things as simple as writing down your goals, focusing on solutions rather than problems, writing down and believing in yourself at a very, very high level. You will face challenge. You will face adversity. I do all the time. But it's the willingness to stay focused on the things you can control through the tough times to stay on your path of success. Let's talk about uh, you being a, a professional uh, speaker, um, an international professional speaker. How did you get into speaking and um, how did it change you as a person? So I'll, I'll give you the, the, the real answer and I don't you know, share this to you know, impress you or any of your listeners. It's more to impress upon the point. But back in 2004, when I was in the financial services industry, I got off to a very, very fast start. I set some sales records and, and companies were saying, well, you come and speak and tell us what you're doing. So I would get these invitations. And what I found through those initial invitations was how much I loved the opportunity to pour into others, to fire people up, to empower people, to inspire people. And from that point on, we just focused as a team on growing those opportunities to speak 
and having a bigger impact through others. And, and I recognize, you know, I could work with individuals one-on-one, which I do, and it's very, very impactful, and we grow together over time watching people hit their goals. But there's also a significant impact that you can have through others, being in front of a crowd of 2,000 or 12,000 or 3,000 or with our video blog, New Man, New Woman, New Week. I mean, there's all these outlets as a speaker where you can touch so many people's lives, and that's how I've grown is watching other people grow. And that's what fires me up is when somebody makes the conscious choice to change, to embrace something for their future that can make a difference. So what advice do you have for entrepreneurs on dealing with the bleak outlook on the current business environment? I mean, yes, uh, we are going through kind of a recovery, but it's still a tough, tough economy for a lot of small businesses. Well, there's a psychology principle called expectancy theory, and that really speaks to the fact that that which you focus on expands. If you focus on the negative, you get more negative. If you focus on the positive, you get more positive. And during tough times, I always encourage the entrepreneurs, athletes, business executives we work with, go back and connect to a period of time in your business where you have been very successful. And analyze what your daily behaviors look like. And rather than trying to identify when the economy is going to change for you or when you're going to land your next big deal, because those are things that we probably can't control, but go back and reconnect to the daily behaviors that you were driving when you were successful and recognize that the most successful people, they drive those daily behaviors. And by driving those daily behaviors that have led to past success, those same daily behaviors will lead to future success. Why do you think uh, we constantly need to be motivated, even entrepreneurs that are normally highly motivated people? Well, I think it's natural for people to be knocked down in the course of business. So, you know, the nice thing about motivation is that the motivation comes from somebody who's an advocate, a team member, a coach, or maybe it's an author that you enjoy reading. And what's great about the motivation is it helps us recognize we don't have to go at it alone. You don't have to do this by yourself. There are other people who have been through what you're going through who can help share a story, share an experience that will help you on your journey. And I think when, when, you, when you pull away from the motivation or there's an attitude of trying to do it by yourself, it becomes much harder. So when, so when you mentioned you don't have to do it alone, what advice do you have for people that think, you know, well, maybe, you know, nobody cares about my problems or, or you know, how, who do I reach out to? Because when you're an entrepreneur, you're alone so many times. You, you have to, even if you have employees, a lot of times you have to make your own decisions and you feel like there's nobody to turn to. Well, I, I, I always go back to a couple of uh, definitions. These are just personal definitions of adversaries versus advocates. And an advocate is somebody who, when you say it, they believe it, they support you, and they want to help you grow. And an adversary is somebody who, when you say it, they believe against it. They, they don't support you. They tell you that your goals are too big or it's not possible. And I always encourage people, surround yourself with those advocates. So for everybody listening, think of the opportunity to go through the exercise of writing down who is on your team. Who are those advocates? The adversaries, it's okay. We don't, we don't have time for the adversaries, the people who are trying to break us down. 
but who are those advocates and how much time are you spending with those advocates? And if you start paying attention to those advocate relationships, whether it's your business coach, whether it's a friend, it's a supported individual, surround yourself with those advocates and you'll have a much more substantial growth, especially through tough times of adversity. So Ben, tell, uh, tell us, what's the best advice you have ever received in your life? Probably what I learned from my mom, you know, that it's not how long you live, it's how you choose to live your life. And I think for all of us, you know, if my mother were with us on this call, my mother would share with us to be where your feet are, be conscious, be present in the moment, and recognize that the little decisions and choices you make every single day are what determines what your legacy is going to be as you write the story of your life every single day. What do you think is the biggest time waster for entrepreneurs? I think a lot of times the, the biggest obstacles for entrepreneurs is getting stuck in that land of negativity or getting stuck in that land of when is my next sale going to come? What are the results going to be? And it's natural. I mean, the times where I've been knocked down in my life, when I look back on those opportunities, and here I am teaching these principles, how to stay out of, you know, negativity's way. There's times I'm human. As I mentioned, I have a coach too. I get knocked down. When I look back on those tough times, there was probably too much time spent on the result. When's the next sale going to come? When's the next big opportunity going to come? Rather than staying focused on the process or the daily behaviors that would drive that future success. So what do you think is a reasonable expectation for an entrepreneur of a coach? When you hire a coach and when you think about hiring a coach for yourself, what should you expect that coach to be able to do for you? Or with you? Well, I, I think what, what a great coaching relationship is, is having a trusted confidant that brings out your belief in yourself, your ability to see bigger for yourself, and it's an individual who empowers you and inspires you to choose the daily behaviors that are necessary to make all of the things that you dream about become a reality. And, and as a coach, that's what fires me up the most. I don't believe in the coaching where I say, George, if you do this and you do this and you do this, you will be successful. I believe if you and I were working together, George, as an example, is figuring out what do you believe is possible for you? What are the things you want for your life? What are your dreams? And then taking those dreams and realities, pulling it down, putting it right in front of your face and saying, George, now let's identify the work. What are the daily decisions and choices that you can make every day to drive your vision to completion? Okay, so it's more of a partnership than anything else. That's than, right. Then you, know, you tell me what to do, and then I go and I just do it. That's correct. So uh, what are some of your favorite apps that, you have, that helped, help, helped you, either in your business or in your personal life? You're talking about apps for the telephone, iPad? Things of that yeah, or, or on your computer. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, b believe it or not, some of my favorite apps are, you know, this is very, very simple. This is going to be nothing remotely new to anybody. It's the YouTube app. 
You know, there are millions upon millions of videos that are on YouTube that are motivational. They fire you up, and I think we could probably all find some videos or motivation. So I love YouTube, and I also believe that organization is very, very important in our businesses. So if you were to look on my iPad, you would see all kinds of things that were very, very organizational-based, you know, great note-taking apps, things of that nature, ways that you track your business. And I think it's very important to understand where you are in your business to have realistic, a realistic picture of where you are, which will drive your behavior in terms of where you're going. And then another thing I love, which is fantastic, you know, staying connected over social media. You know, our Twitter handle is at Continued Fight. For those of you that want to stay connected for daily belly punches of inspiration and or on Facebook, it's just my name, Ben Newman. And we use an app called Hootsuite. And Hootsuite allows us to get our messages out on LinkedIn and Facebook and all the different social media avenues. What is a book that had a huge impact on your life? So there's uh, obviously I'm a huge lover of books, being an author of six books myself. And uh, one of my favorite authors is my mentor. His name is John Gordon. And John, there's, there's a couple of books that he's written that I think are absolutely fantastic. One is called Training Camp. It's a book that he wrote years ago. I think it came out in 2009, and it's my favorite book that he's ever written. And then his most recent work is a book called The Carpenter, which is a very, very profound business fable, great story, great book with tremendous life lessons for entrepreneurs. So do you have any last words of wisdom uh, to share about getting the best performance out of yourself? I think it, it, it's mentioning once again what I learned from my mom, and, and not for the sense of being redundant, but it's the same answer. I don't have to find another one because it's meant so much in my life. It's, it's not how long you live. It is how you choose to live your life. And I think for all of us, if you reconnect, if you're going through a troubling time, or right now you're having a very successful time, if you're going through a troubling time, reconnect to those daily behaviors when you were successful in the past and make great choices. If you're currently driving great success, take careful note. What is causing that success? What are the daily behaviors causing that success? And relentlessly choose to be accountable to yourself to continue to make those daily choices, to drive success, to have an impact while you write the story of your legacy. Ben, thank you very much for coming on Success Harbor. How can people connect with you? Well, I really enjoy staying connected when I have these opportunities to be with people, you know, all over the world. And so whether it's at Continued Fight on Twitter, there's many resources on our website at bennewman.net. We have a weekly uh, motivational new man, new woman, new week YouTube series. So there's plenty of ways to stay connected. And I look forward to staying connected with all of you. Thank you very much, Ben. Thank you so much, George. I appreciate it, and go do great things, everybody.